what is up? It is White Trash Donnie. Thanks for joining the Sloppy Syndicate show. Friday evening, we have special talent. Don't panic in the house. They will be here shortly. Uh, let's see who we have in the chat. We are currently streaming live on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, and we will upload this to all the streaming platforms after the show tonight. So what's up, Vic? Thanks for joining us. Ellie, Vato, uh, Russ, exactly. Hit that like on your way in. What's up, Pimp Wizard? Thanks for coming in. Thanks for everybody. Tell your mammy, your poppy, your ninth cousin, the trailer park next door, whoever you want to tell, tell. Uh, sorry for the bare walls tonight. We are redoing the studio. I am soundproofing and adding some extra art. So uh, bear with me. I will have that up and looking pretty once again for you folks that watch live. And uh, without further ado, let's bring Don't Panic. So it's a pleasure having you. Thanks for uh, coming on the Sloppy Syndicate show. And uh, so, yeah, let's talk about the band. The band is Don't uh, Don't Panic. Um, and if you haven't really heard of them, check them out. They are fire. Um, they are, I don't want to say, so the, the female singer has an eclectic, very electric voice, um, which we have with us tonight. And uh, it's almost like a electronic slash rock band. Um, so you get a little bit of that electronic music as well as, uh, you know, some of the heavy riffs and, and some rock and roll in there as well. So what's up, Beer of the North? Thanks for popping in. E-Rock, everyone else. Uh, if I miss you, I do not do it on purpose. So thanks for joining us. But yeah, so uh, they have Sleepy, uh, which is an EP out currently, uh, a couple of years old. Um, they have two songs out now, uh, new songs, um, Eyes on Fire and 88 Miles Per Hour. Um, so check them out. They're on all the streaming platforms. Uh, let's E-Rock, you love the shirt. Thank you. It's my Liger shirt. It makes me feel sexy. Um, so looks sexy. <laughs> appreciate it. But um, yeah, so you guys have a, a pretty big year coming up. You are recording an album uh, coming up here soon, uh, shooting music videos. And um, March 3rd, uh, you have another single coming out, correct? 30th. The 30th. March 30th. 30th. Yeah, the 30th. We're re-releasing um, 88 miles per hour under a new title. Okay. Um, it's going to be Time Machine. So it's a little shorter, um, a little cleaner, um, a little more radio friendly. Okay. Um, we have a tendency to kind of veer off into crazy land. So um, we had a producer kind of like reel us in a little bit and make us a little um, a little more accessible. So we'll be re-releasing that one um, okay. on the 30th of March. Yes. Yeah, so. I mean, that's, that's a great song either way, but, uh, I'm stuck on crush. That's my jam right there. Crush is probably <laughs> like, I'm like, I replayed it five times before the show tonight. So. <laughs> um, Thanks man. Yeah, it's one of, it's, it's one of our favorites too. It hits really hard. So oh, for sure. That's I think that's why I like it so much. You get that, you know, the electronic vibe and it's like, bam, you know, in your face, rock and roll. But, um, Donald Long says, I think don't panic does an awesome cover of a Mr. Blue Sky. Do you do it? Did you do a cover of that? No. I can't hear you. What's up, Travis? Thanks for coming in. Oh, here we go. Can you hear yep. us now? Yep, we are good now. So. All right. Okay. Sorry again, bro. No worries. Doctor Big, Big Sky is that? Is that what we heard? Uh, Doctor Blue Sky. I don't know Blue if. Blue uh, Sky. Have you done a cover of that, or is that another band he's thinking of? Possibly another band. So, yeah, it's possibly another band. Okay. We did do we did do a cover. Um, we did a cover EP maybe like five years ago. Yeah, like five six years ago. It was yeah. called Reanimation. Okay. Yeah. We so covered uh, Justin Timberlake, Bruno Mars, uh, George Michael, and Nine Inch Nails. It was really, it was really interesting. It was, it was really fun. cool though. It was fun. Yeah, right. it was fun. I think you're just missing. You know, a couple uh maybe new kids on the block or something. Make it, you know, all around nineties. We, <laughs> we tried to pitch that and Jeffy was just like, No. He put his foot down. He'll come around. So we weren't around. He'll come uh, around. So uh Beard of the North. Uh so when are they moving over to the Deathcore scene? Um they have a very unique sound, so I would tell them to stick where they're at, um, and just keep rocking it out because uh you don't hear once you listen to it, you under you'll understand. You really don't hear a band that kind of brings both vibes and mashes it so well together and rocks it out. So if you haven't heard of Dope Panic, well, you've heard of them now. So go check them out after the show, of course. Um, until then, we're going to get to know them a little bit more, ask them some questions, put them in the hot seat, um, just have a little fun, get to know them. Um, 24 Blue Ribbon Beers. No. Nope, yes. I'm drinking fancy tonight. So um, I'm known for Bushlight, y'all. Uh, Bushlight or PBR. 
and uh, I found uh, some fancy craft beer, so they're probably all making fun of me right now with my cutoffs <laughs> and, uh, you know, my wacky attire that I wear. So, shirt, and um, yes, but we're going fancy tonight, folks. No uh, oh, bush light. But uh, yeah, so tell us a little more about the band, how you formed, uh, where you started, where you're at. And uh, I'll let you know, I'll give you the stage. I'll talk all night. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, so Jeffy and I started the project, I think, back in, um, I'd say like 2012, somewhere around there. And it was just kind of like a, a one off type of thing. Like, hey, here's a song. See if you can write something to it. And the song title was Ninjas. <clears throat> and I was like, do we have like a, is there like a premise behind this or anything? What am I writing to it? He, he was just like, no, no, just like write whatever you want. So couldn't think of anything um, and came up with a song about being paranoid and afraid of ninjas. And that's how Don't Panic started. All right. So uh, he's the lyrical genius or both of you kind of uh, hit at no, it? No, we are very, we have a weird working relationship. He writes a lot of the music, gets everything kind of going and then passes it off to me. And everybody else, we do our parts and then just it for, I don't know how it works. It's the weirdest way I've ever worked before, but, <laughs> but it works. It works. <laughs> it, works. <laughs> it really works. And it's, it's quick too. It, it's, it's amazing how fast he can build an entire song. And then we have lyrics for it 24 hours later, and then we're releasing it or recording it or, you know, it's, right. it's really wild. Um, so do you have a name of the uh, demo album coming up or are you still working on that or? So we're, we're kind of thinking, um, we're kind of like movie buffs and nerds and, you know, computer nerds and all of that. And we, we like science. Um, so the name of the band is loosely based on, um, you know, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. So we were considering... We were considering paying like a little homage to, um, you know, the novels and stuff by, by naming the album 42, but we're not totally sold on it yet. I don't know. We're, we're up for ideas. If you have any ideas. Uh, yeah, that's let, up in the air, dude. Let me brainstorm. I can come up with some crazy stuff. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it fits the band so well, just the way you guys vibe and, uh, the music that you put out just that, um, you know, you know, the EDC rock uh, genre mashup. Um, yeah. I think it would only be fitting to kind of do uh, something uh, retro or something um, super colorful or crazy. Um, so I think that just kind of fits the band's personality, in my opinion, um, just off yeah. of, of what I listen to. And, you know, obviously I've listened to all the songs um, that you have out before the show. And uh, yes, I'm still going crush. You, you can't change my mind. That's my number one. But uh, <laughs> It's um, a fun one to good, play, dude. too. That's like probably one of the songs that I think we enjoy playing the most just because it gets everybody like super pumped and, you know, okay. people are moving by that. So that was my, one of my next questions. What, what is your favorite song to play? So that's Crush. We got that out of the way. Um, yeah. What was the hardest, what would you say is the hardest part of uh, co-mingling or the, ha the hardest uh, song that you guys wrote? Personally, um, personally, I would say Sleeper was probably the, the absolute hardest song for me to write to. Um, either Sleeper or I Am Moon. And the reason is because the time signatures are all over the place. And, you know, I'm like, where's the chorus? And they're like, here's the chorus. And I was like, what? Is, what, what, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> so the Sleep EP is, is a very um, experimental kind of, thing we we sort of did the first album the first ep was very um very eccentric and and kind of like off the wall um sleepy ep is a little more we brought it in a little more a more focused made it a little darker made it um a little more uh, made you think a little bit more i think the lyrics aren't aren't quite as direct you know it's a little more obscure okay <laughs> And um, obviously, uh, yeah, go ahead. What about, what about me? What was your hardest song? Yes, tell us about you, sir. Your hardest song? I know, you haven't said anything. <laughs> what is this? He's like, I'm just here I'm, hanging out. Listen, Usually, I'm he's the one ready, who doesn't dude. shut up. I'm, I'm ready. She's, she's like the chatty Kathy, usually. Yeah, she's she's got the voice, though. Uh, I mean, for me, um, when, I came in, when I came into the picture, 
Don't Panic was getting ready to, they had a, uh, they were about to release the Sleepy EP. Um, and so they had a show coming up and I got tapped on the shoulder, um, originally as, as, as a fill in. And I had like three weeks to learn all of the songs. We do that a lot. And, um, <laughs> for me, it was, it was probably those two sleeper and I am moon. Um, just because, you know, I hadn't played to, uh, you know, we played to uh, a, a click track and I hadn't played to one of those since high school. And, um, the, you know, the way Jeffy kind of constructed, you know, the click track to those particular songs, um, there's, there's really, there's not a lot of room for error there. And so, especially in I Am Moon, that metronome, it kind of, it plays with you a little bit. And, uh, so it keeps, it keeps you on your toes, but, um, those songs are wonderful pieces. Um, I think, um, they're story pieces, you know what I mean? Like I said, they're, they're there's time signatures in there. Um, yeah. you know, there's verses where normally verses don't go type of things. Um, yeah, we're definitely all over the place when it comes to arrangement. So yes. and sometimes and that can be good. Sometimes it's not, I don't know. Uh, so what's up, Joey Sparks, uh, Nick H. Thanks for popping in. Pleasure to have you. Um, so I don't, I, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, um, but I get the Avril Lavigne vibe in the songs, and this is the first yeah. time you and I have uh, seen each other face to face. So it's like the voice comes from her. So it, 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 <laughs> now it matches up. So you know, okay, a face good. with a voice. But um, yeah, I get, uh, and, and I hope you don't take offense to it. I get straight Avril Lavigne vibes when you're when you're belting out. Um, okay. You're very you're very eclectic. So it's uh, it's a very good range of you know, like I said before, uh, a mix of a bunch of good stuff. So hey, um, we have a question. She makes, lots, she makes lots of money, so I am I'm into it. Right. <laughs> uh, what's the best or favorite thing about the process? That's a question from the audience. Uh, finishing it. <laughs> Yeah, getting it done. I mean, like she mentioned earlier, Jeffy's uh, Jeffy's a genius, and 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 I say and I say that humbly. You know, he's also a pain in the ass, but we love him. We love him, and he's he. More of a pain in the ass than he is a genius. His, I will tell you, dude, his sarcasm is elite level god status, and uh, <laughs> and uh, it's it's a blessing and a curse. But with that comes um, just elite songwriting. Like he really knows what he's doing. He's very, very efficient. Um, his his note choices are absolutely incredible. Um, I mean, if you've heard the music, you know what I mean. It's it's right. it's different. Um, so for me, um, like she said, the pro of of you know getting through these songs once once you understand them, you've listened to them, and then you play through them, and then getting through them. Um, for me personally, there's definitely a lot of, um, a lot of gratification. So yeah. definitely finishing them. Jeffy has a really deep understanding of, um, music theory and, um, that's kind of his background. You okay. know, he, I, I think he was classically trained too. So, um, so that could be one of the, one of the reasons why he's so quick with just writing. It's, it, it's insane. It's and then he's insane. like, come on guys, pick it up. Like, right, let's exactly. go. <laughs> he, he is he is always waiting on us. It's never yeah. the other way around. It's, it's really wild. See, and I have a short attention span. I'm like squirrel and then I'm done, you know? So, um, that's kind of my attention span. So I get what you're saying, you know, finishing something. <laughs> I probably have 25 projects going, you know, going on right now that I'm like, all right, I'll, you know, I'll do this a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there. And then it never gets done. But, uh, so any plans, um, obviously every band wants to tour, uh, go on a big tour, things like that. Um, so who are some of your uh, influences, uh, maybe growing up or uh, even currently, that have kind of uh, driven you to make music? Um, I think for me, I mean, I don't know. I really liked Mary J. Blige when I was younger. <laughs> I feel like I used to sing a lot to her songs. Shout out Mary J. Blige. You see what she did at the Super Bowl, too. Right, right. Oh I was getting ready to say that. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. I love her. Um, And she looks fabulous. I don't know how old she is now. But, my like, God. She, what, her she's body. Early 50s. And, like, oh. 
Yeah, so I'm like good. I'm in my thirties and I look like I'm sixty, and I mean they're they're in their fifties and sixties. Hey, like, dude, yo, dude, hey, listen, we don't talk about each other like that, dude. Right now, listen, thirties, thirties are great. Joe Exotic is somewhere eating his heart out, dude. You are closer to killing Carol Baskin than he will ever get right now, dude. I'll tell you that right now, dude. That bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> but uh, um, go ahead. You were saying Mary J. Blige. Oh yeah, so Mary J. Blige. Um, I'm really into like down tempo stuff. I don't really listen to um, the type of music that I play. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. That, that's interesting though. Um, yeah, um, I think all the bands, with the exception of maybe like Sweet Token, currently, um, I think all of the bands that you know Jeffy and you know Mundo listen to and Ryan listen to are like way different than what I listen to. Uh, what's up, Dan C? So Dan C is the goat uh, in the beer community. So I used to say, Donnie, Ben, and chat checking in from the hotel room with the kids next to me. So his daughter, Violet, is mean mugging him right now. So uh, that's his cue. He's just popping in to say hello. So if you ever get a chance, check out Dan C on YouTube. Any of your beard needs, he, he's got you taken care of there. So thanks for coming Shut in up. there, Dan C. And uh, yeah, so... I'm, when it comes to influences, I'm so across the board. I grew up on Pantera, Megadeth. Ted Nugent was my dad's favorite. So I'm literally in an a old Fox body Mustang riding around with my dad. He's blaring Ted Nugent, cat scratch fever, you know, smoking a cigarette. But uh, yeah, so, you know, true, right. True white trash fashion. But uh, yeah, I'm, I can listen to any genre. I'm like EDC, rock, metal. Yeah. Um, and I just, uh, music for me, and I think that's why I'm so passionate, you know, kind of about music is I think everyone can relate to music for one. And music has gotten probably all of us through something at one point or another. So, um, you know, and that's just kind of what draws me into the music uh, industry because I'm not talented enough to play or sing. Um, so I just talk, but, uh, <laughs> so I just talk and interview bands. So that's what I do and get to know, you know, get to know the bands and, and, uh, have fun doing so. But, um, yeah, I so bet you play a mean kazoo, bro. Right. <laughs> a mean kazoo, dude. I've always wanted to play the bagpipes because I'm Irish and Polish, but dude, listen. like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't have the patience to learn it. <laughs> Listen, if we're coming back for a second installment of this, dude, if there's no bagpipes, count us out, bro. Because you okay. nailed the outfit. Right. You've got the beard. Listen, I need bagpipes, dude. Like, this is uh, this is America. And as you know, we don't negotiate with terrorists. So. All right. So should I? I mean, do I have to have a kilt as well? Oh. Or can no. I have a kilt for, okay. All right. All right. That would be a nice touch. Right? I mean, this, go, dude, listen, go for it. The, the go for shirt, it. The shirt, the kilt, and playing yeah. the, the bagpipe. So. All right. Yeah. That's my, that's my assignment. I understood it. All right. Got it. <laughs> yeah, dude, so, you got a lot of really good influences too. Some of those influences have influenced me, especially in terms of drums, you know, like what I loved about Megadeth is every single drummer they had just absolutely wipes the floor with Lars Ulrich. So I love that. Um, Pantera, Vinnie Paul, you know, rest in peace. Um, you know, I definitely grew up on, you know, 80s hair metal, you know, as a result of my dad. You know, my mom grew up, you know, I grew up in a Latino household. So it's a lot of Mana, a lot of Selena and Celia Cruz and, you know, and then. Um, Don't get me started on Shakira. Shakira. Oh, oh if listen, I could marry Shakira, I would marry Shakira. Don't lie, bro. <laughs> Don't lie. Don't either. Man. Don't yeah. get me started, dude. But yeah, so yeah, there was definitely some Shakira, some some Thalia, you know what I mean? So definitely grew up, you know, around a, um, a lot of music. And then just to kind of see how things have evolved, you know, I listen to a lot of hip hop as well. Um, you know, Jeffy listens to a lot of hip hop. So um, I think with us, I think there's, there's really no... Um, yeah, well, there's really no boundaries with us. And I think that's super awesome. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, like some of the new material we're working on, it sounds nothing like Crush. It sounds nothing like, you know, 88 miles an hour, which we, you know, we're changing the time machine. Um, you know, even Eyes on Fire, like we're really, we're really trying to play with the spectrum, I think, with this new, with this new material, which is super exciting. Yeah, I think we're, we're retaining the continuity, though, of, 
you know, kind okay. of like our roots, you know. So oh, no, for sure. It's, listen, we're a rock band, dude. Like, don't we got distorted guitars. We got fat bass lines and drum grooves. And, you know, obviously... We've got Avril Lavigne on the ones and twos. So. Right. Uh, so the only thing, uh, only thing I could think of that make would make it better is mashing a little rap into it. Like you said, you have a lot of rap influence. Putting a little bit of electronic, a little bit of rock, and a little bit of rap. And yeah, we like, talked about features. Yeah, we definitely talked about maybe having a you know a hip hop feature somewhere in there. Like Jeffy's definitely what I love about Jeffy. Um, a lot of drummers that are in bands specifically speaking with the with the drummer's role uh, when it comes to the conception of songs um drummers really want to be present for that and they're 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 really i can't say territorial but they want to be a part of that process of creating you know we are the backbone of the band you know what i mean right. and with like if if jeffy could play physically play drums the way that he programs them he would be one of the best drummers in the world <laughs> You know what I mean? And so there's a lot of trust that I that I have with him when he writes a song and programs the drums with him. And, and in a lot of cases, um, I end up just kind of putting a little bit of my feel over it. But for the most part, he's he's kind of in my head already. And I, I love what he does. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, he gave us eight, 18 songs last night. Yeah, oh, wow. he's, yeah. he's like, he's like, I know. I know you. But that's nothing, dude. Yeah, like, he's I'm going to pick your brain. I know you, but I'm going to pick your brain. So figure out which one you want. Uh, yeah, right. That's exactly what he did. He's like, pick your pick your 10 um, out of the 18 from best to worst. And those are the ones that are yeah. down. So. Jeffy just shits out material, dude. <laughs> it's, 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 really it's weird, but uh, it, there's, there's something just super remarkable. And I'm super grateful to have somebody as talented as him as a songwriter, who's so efficient, his turnaround time is super quick. So things are able to move quickly. And I think all of us being seasoned musicians and being able to, we're not intimidated by that at all. You know what I mean? It's it's definitely, we, we definitely know how to just keep the ball rolling and just snowball it into uh, progress. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's, that's a, a big part. We don't really have egos. There's no power struggle with us. Kind of like everybody. Everyone meshes, and yeah, and 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 you can tell that you can tell in the music just the way it vibes, Um, you know, because there there are some songs you can tell like eh, they probably don't get along. They hate each other, but uh, (laughs) um, you know, for example, you know, Five Finger Death Punch, like uh, great singer, but you know, he had an addiction, and they said, hey, you either get sober, you're out of the band, you know, um, kind of deal. So. Um, it's yeah. it's a working relationship with everybody. But um, so what's yeah. up, Alley Cat? Alley Cat is actually a beard co, and uh, he is uh, he has his own radio station on. Um, sorry, Gary, I don't remember where it's on, but uh, you know his beard co is uh, based on like punk rock and stuff like that. So thanks for coming in, Alley Cat. Um, yeah, Dan C's always on a trip. That's that million dollars he makes apparently. But uh, anyway, um, so who? Um, if you could um, have on have on your show or, or play with, uh, who would be Station Head? All right, yep. Alley Cat has a uh, radio station on Station Head, so uh, I couldn't remember that, but uh, you can all check that out. And cool. um, so, if you could play with or hang out with um, somebody, past, present, future, um, you know, in the music industry, who would it be? For me, I'm going to say Garth Brooks. Um, because I grew up on Garth Brooks, and then I would probably say, I mean, Ted Nugent's still around, so Ted Nugent. Um, but yeah, Garth Brooks is is probably like the goat to me. So in the I country mean, world, he is, right? He's like I don't know. He is one of the high, and he's one of the highest grossing of all time, dude. All time. Yeah. Like he, it's no joke. It's gotta I, be up there with like Dolly Parton. It's gotta oh, be. That it's thing. no. It's yeah. It's it out is. of control like for sure. And, yeah country music he's like, he sold out cardinal stadium two nights in a row dude Seventy-five thousand people out yeah. here dude like he is so yeah. that, that's it yeah he for real we had um uh he had four shows in orlando that he sold out so um he's coming back this year i'm gonna try to make it but uh you know how his, his tickets are they get up there uh, what's up uh pamper chef yeah. thanks for coming in um you're late respectfully no worries 
pleasure to have you. But uh, yeah, so his stadium tours are crazy. Um, and it's just like every, like even people that aren't in the country want to go because it's Garth Brooks. It's like, I know. you don't know when you're going to see him next. It's kind of like George Strait where he's like, I'm going to retire, but I'm only retiring for three years and then I'm going to come back. But yeah. uh, I saw him. With did you see his, uh, oh, sorry to interrupt you, but did you see his new documentary that came out? I didn't, not yet. Dude, you if you're a Garth Brooks fan, you need to see that. It's super inspiring. Like it's it's it from the inception of his career to when he decided to take his hiatus and just raise his three girls and like they built this huge bridge. Like he owns a bunch of land and like they spent like four years every summer like building it with concrete, like erecting the steel like the whole bit, dude, and then deciding to get back into the music industry. Yeah, he is an amazing human being. So that's that's awesome that you said Garth Brooks. I I, I would uh, yeah. he he totally be somebody I'd want to hang out with for sure I would too. Totally want to hang out with Garth Brooks too. Well, who else though? Who oh. else would you want to hang out with? Well, right now I'm obsessed with Sleep Token. So you gotta so check sleep out Sleep Token out of the UK, dude. Okay. Yep. Definitely check him out. It's the first I'm hearing of it, but uh, oh my yeah. God. yeah. Sleep Token. I'm gonna check them out. So they do a um, cover. I would say the intro, the introduction to Sleep Token, the way Jeppy introduced me to them, uh, and he even said, and it was a bold statement because I'm very particular, my ears very particular, but he said this is going to be one of your new favorite bands, and he was right. But the song he gave me was, they do a cover of Hey Ya by Outkast, okay, and it is the complete opposite of that vibe. It's slowed down. It's one. It's it's the singer and a piano. And it's so slowed down and it completely changes the context of the lyrics. Yeah. Like okay. it's very, very, uh, very impactful, very deep. Um, and it's, again, it's the same lyrics, but just the interpretation of it, it just made it so somber and very, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful, it's one of, for me, as far as like covers are concerned, like it's one of the best covers I've ever heard for yeah, sure. Really yeah. Uh, Donnie, that's it. Like Sleep Chris Token? Person, exactly. So, uh, Sleep Token. All right. Who else? Who else? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I like Tax Rates. I, 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 I was expecting Avril Lavigne, but no, never mind. Oh, shit. You broke my heart. No, I'm just playing. Oh, damn it. <laughs> What's up, Bearded yeah. Accountant? Thanks for coming in. No, I don't think I would want to meet her. No, I she's. Mean, I'm sure she's pretty cool. I'm sure, she's nice. She's Canadian, dude. so. Yeah, I'm sure she's. Uh, but yeah, I want to know what the guy looks like from Sleep Token. That's the other thing about Sleep yeah. Token. Yeah. They all wear masks. They're masked up, dude. Who they are. Got the mystique going on, bro. Very mysterious. So it's like when you finally meet them, or they unmask. It's like kind of like you and I. Like, oh, there's the name to the face. I know. And, uh, I like. I hope I'm not as disappointed as I was with the Mandalorian. Because when he took his mask <laughs> off, I was like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? All this for that? Really? Come on now. He was so, he is so good looking, and they had to get like passion him in the worst possible light. And he just looked like. So, Two years um, of the COVID 19 Panini, and this is what we get? Oh, no. Right? <laughs> Come on, bro. That's, uh, so who would um what was your first concert so i'm gonna i'm going back year not years ago but so i was 13 my first concert was kiss and uh yes my mom took me to kiss at 13. the only thing i remember is smelling weed and seeing boobies all over the place and i was like i'm in heaven this is what i want you know so it's everyone's like flashing and then it was corn and rob zombie shortly after that and don't ask me why my mom took me to these concerts but uh i grew up your mom you know, rad to, dude right like listening to Rob Zombie, Corn, Sublime, and uh, I was known in school as the Corn Kid. I like every day I had a Corn shirt on, so oh, um, I, cool. I, I still get the, 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 you know the the people I went to school that are like, do you still have that Corn shirt? No, nah, that's that's far <laughs> gone. It's done done ripped up by now. So, oh, that's all right. Uh, for me, my first concert ever, <laughs> I was twelve. Um, my parents took me to see Spanish rock band Mana, and they're like the Spanish Beatles, dude. Like the like Spanish Police Beatles. They're probably the biggest rock band to ever come out of Mexico. And I had been listening to them since I was a kid. And like 
I got a hold. They got they had an uh, an MTV unplugged VHS tape that I got a hold of, and so that was like for a long time that was like the closest I ever had to seeing them live in concert. But um, seeing them live in concert and them being my first concert, um, that was that night changed my life, and it is the reason that I'm here sitting before you right now. Um, the minute I saw my hero behind the drums, Alex Gonzalez. From the first note he smacked his drums, I knew exactly what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And so it was a very, very, very important show. Um, you need to get in touch with that guy. Yeah, get in touch with him, dude. <laughs> right. Um, um, so I re- you mentioned MTV, and I remember back then when MTV was cool, uh, we used to wake up for school, get ready, and we'd have MTV on, and all it was is music. You know, we'd be getting ready exactly. for music. We didn't have the reality TV back then. We had like you watch the the music video that's what you watched so right. uh, we got another good question uh so what are some of your goals for this year to play with sleep token no uh-huh. <laughs> all right i'm literally uh, let me write this in my notes i'm going to write this down sleep token please You'll reach out to don't panic dude. i promise you you will understand dude i mean that's uh, definitely so, so, they're so fantastic but anyways, okay, no. So, so goals this year, we're we're releasing an album. Um, you know, obviously, during the year we'll be touring and we'll also be releasing singles as we go. Um, you know, and then I think towards the end of the year we're going to be releasing the entire album. Um, uh, we we our management company is you know putting us dead um, in front of some labels. So okay, if that's you know the right move for us then that's the right move um you know we'll, we'll take it as it comes but i can't say that that's a, a goal but it, it's definitely on the table we're open to it dude like we're we're open to whatever you know i think that's one of the reasons i really love being in this band is just we're so open-minded so it's not just about the music but open to opportunities i think uh yeah. you know when we when the band decided to take a break a while ago and now we're back um me and Dylan were just on the same page. It's just like, hey, if it makes sense, let's just say yes to it. And just one thing after another, just it's just been moving in the right direction. So um, that I think, um, you know, we've got a show coming up here in Phoenix at the Rebel Lounge, March 11th. Um, so I think um, doing some cool creative stuff with our live performances, I think will be cool. Some some lights, maybe some stage props. Um, Dylan's really big into her wardrobe and, you know, and we're, we're talking about masks and stuff. So we really want to get um, creative with it. Um, on top of that, I was talking to her about this last night. The Super Bowl's coming to Phoenix ex- next year. So, oh, nice. um, okay. so everybody's going to be here. So right. I think, um, I think by this time next year, uh, I think I'm really looking forward to, to, to what, yeah, we want to play the Super Bowl, obviously, you know what I mean? But I think this time next year, you know what I mean? I think um, I'm really looking forward to see, you know, how much we progress within the year as far, not just our, you know, our music, you know what I mean? Like I said, we kind of already have an idea of what we want to do as far as like the music we want to release, but I'm really looking forward to, um, you know, having fun with how we present it to people for sure. Yeah, yeah, and that brings me like I have some context behind the scenes, so we'll talk about that off air. But uh, you know, kind of help help any way I can. You know, I, I like to see the bands yeah. grow and do totally. what they can do. So let's uh, pop up to some of the comments that we missed. Uh, I love Corn. Premise is my favorite. I've never been to their concert though. I like Corn. I went one time. What's up, Bearded Wolf? Thanks for coming in. Uh, Ellie says, I'm still sad. I won tickets to corn three times as a teen, but I was grounded or my mom didn't give me the tickets till the day after. Same thing three with staying. Times? Right. Oh, I think your mom owes you tickets. Right. Your mom, your mom was mean. Yeah, you give me your number. I'll call her right now, dude. Yeah, we're going to call her. I'll fucking call her right now. I'm yeah, really? You made Ellie. Ellie is fantastic. Like she, <laughs> she does, um, she does like, I, I keep telling her. She does these crazy concoctions of uh, Oreos. So, like Oreo, she started with Oreo and water, and then it was like Oreo and some other stuff. So I'm like, you literally need to go on TikTok and just make Oreo and like crazy concoction videos, and like yeah. you're gonna be like insta famous. And totally. uh, but uh, when I went to Pledge of Allegiance, oh one Mudvayne and Ramstein both backed out of the day I went. Still bitter. I would be bitter too if both of those backed out. Those are some some heavy hitters back Rob then. Yeah. Did you hear the new Corn record? I'm a little, uh, I like I like it, but it's not 
the corn I grew up on. Sure. I guess it's, I, I guess that's the, you get old, you know, <laughs> I guess. They're matured, man. They're definitely matured for sure. And, and he had a, um, so he had, not, I don't want to say out of body experience, but he, um, like he converted to Christianity, which I don't talk about religion or politics on the show. Those are two things I do not touch. No, but, Brian, uh, he's talking about Brian. Hey, right. He's talking about Hey. Who he lives out here, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. He lives out here in Phoenix, Brian. So he, um, not that he changed, but he has a little more influence from that side than, you know, the other side. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, like, not that, it's not horrible, but, um, you know, growing up on corn, it's definitely different than the previous corn. So, um I'd love to We're see We're definitely him. partying a lot. <laughs> right. But um, they're coming to Rockville in May. So uh, if all goes well, I'll be out there uh, interviewing some bands, cool. enjoying the festivities. Sweet. If I interview Corn, I might pass out and die. But it's a hope of mine one day that, you know, <laughs> I can interview Corn <laughs> and them. Dude, but, just uh, pack smelling salts, dude. Right. Just like, salts be all right. right. I'm live. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, so the crazy thing, this last, uh, this previous Welcome to Rockville, um, a female-fronted band, which there aren't a ton of female-fronted bands, so props to you, but um, so there was a female-fronted band and uh, literally brought a dude on stage, like took her pants down and like, the, the dude was open for it, he just like, and peed in, like peed in his mouth, so uh, yeah, needless to say, they're banned from <laughs> any more festivals, but they got a ton of publicity from that, so... Um, I don't know, like, am I going to get banned or am I going to have a ton of publicity? I don't know what one is better, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was the crazy story of Rockville. That's all you heard about. So, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe I won't pee on anybody. Right. Um, whether they want it or not. (laughs) But Jeffy did tell somebody on stage once that he would pee on them. And that was kind of funny. I remember, like, I remember we're going to like Taste of Chaos and like um, uh, Van's Warp Tour and Gore was playing. And this is the first time I ever saw Gore. And literally, obviously, it's not real blood, but yeah. he's like has the suit on and he's like peeing out blood on the crowd. And I'm like, what the hell did I get myself into? Like, I would, I didn't sign up for this. But um, yeah, it was, no. I mean, it was a good concert, but I mean, Gore is Gore. So yeah. So you want to go, okay. So um, Slipknot, you got to go see a Slipknot show. And and stand as close to clown as you possibly can because that you everything that happens to that dude is in real life. He vomits. He's like spit. It's crazy. The, he is like fighting demons on stage. Slipknot <laughs> is Slipknot is a great time, dude. On stage. He's like I'm totally effed up. Yeah. I can't see straight. I I can play oh. the guitar, but let me puke. Yeah, I don't know if it's like drugs or if it's nerves. I don't think it's drugs. I don't think they they do that anymore. I don't know. Anyways, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speculate. Right, but, I'm not gonna speculate on that. But I'm uh, not gonna something. So, but something is going on, like nerves or whatever. I don't know. But the last so time I saw them play live, they were he was just like vomiting and like <laughs> it was so, wild. Yeah, they were a like growing up. They were a crazy band. It's like oh, like you know. Like the parents were like, you can't watch them. That's like the devil. But now yeah. they're they're a little more mainstream, and uh, so mental health is so much in the open now. It's more talked about than previous. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. you know, I struggle with mental health. I'm sure a lot of us struggle with mental health. Like four years ago, I would I would have been ashamed <laughs> to say, hey, I struggle with mental health. But yeah. you know, there's so many avenues, and it's kind of opened up. It's not taboo like it used to be. So um, right, that that you know. And, you know. And, he could be dealing with mental health issues. Who knows? So, totally. um, you know, and that's totally. kind of what, where my mind went is, you know, he's maybe he's having some mental health issues. Cause when I do the shows, I get very anxious beforehand. That's probably why I drink a beer or two, but um, you know, just to kind of calm my nerves, but uh, yeah. So yeah, that's why I'm saying maybe it's like a nerves kind of thing. Maybe it's like, he just, he's very, he's got a lot of adrenaline going and then anxiety and this, that, and the other thing. Like, But think and, about it like this too, dude. Like, well, what a as uh weird and uh grotesque as it might be whatever the stage antics are uh i can't think of a better way for somebody who suffers from mental illness 
to um yeah overcome it self-medicate through music and creating and like you know you know they switch up their masks almost every album now you know what i mean their jumpsuits and so like for them to be able like who would sean you know who would clown be if he didn't have slipknot would he be in prison would he be you know what i mean like so i think that's super important because don't panic is definitely uh a godsend for me as far as like the things that uh you know, I encounter, you know, in the outside world with other people, real life Absolutely. situations and how to, you know, to have a band amongst people who can relate to that as well. And to be able for all of us to kind of just channel that into the music and into the room and, and do something special with it and, and have people relate to it and appreciate it. And it's, right. I think it's wonderful, dude. I think music is yeah. one of the best medicines for anybody suffering from mental illness, for sure. For sure. It's like the, 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 the outlet to the world, the medicine to the world. So music is, that's what music is. So um, Josh Allen pukes every time uh, before every NFL game, probably the nerves. I, like if I'm playing on a stage like that, I'm going to be like, Oh my gosh. But uh, Ellie, I guess I was lucky. My mom would steal my CDs, including Manson and Lincoln park. She'd also jam ICP with me though. Or LOL. Oh, oh. Shout out mom, okay, dude. Right? So your mom is kind of cool, but she wouldn't let you go to court, so she's not cool. But she is really cool. So did, so, she, did she take your tickets and go to court without you? Right. She's like, you know what? You're not going to court. I'm going to court. Like, nice. sorry about your luck. But uh, haven't seen ICP in concert. Manson in concert was a little different. It was a good time. And then uh, Lincoln Park. It, Lincoln Park, to me, will never be the same. Um you know, without Chester, so. Another hometown hero, dude. A lot of people don't know that. He's from here. Another Phoenix boy. Um, so being in Phoenix, um, are you big into Dixon's down there? I know it's a it's a huge clothing brand for most of us, but so this Dixon's is a Dixon's. flannel? Yep. Uh, I mean, I can't say I'm huge into them, but like I see I see them everywhere for okay. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're out of Arizona as well. So Ellie, exactly. Music is therapy, so. Hey, dude, I'm all about the flannel. It's hard not to look at somebody who's wearing flannel and just be like, yo, dude, Seattle grunge days are over, bro. You look like you just took Pearl Jam just way too serious, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I like flannel. I feel like guys look sexy in flannel. Flannel right beards. Let me go get my flannel. <laughs> but um, uh, nah, she went to Elton John without me. That sucks. Uh, Your mom did? more upset about that your mom went to elton john without you right she's banned right no so i like my mom loves elton john and uh he came to orlando and i was just like no i love you mom but i'm not paying that much for tickets sorry about your luck like his like even like the nosebleeds are in the hundreds of dollars i'm like one i'm not sitting in the nosebleed seats two i'm not paying that much for a nosebleed seat so you're sol listen to him on the radio yeah. Or like you have every CD, so you can listen to that too. So, mm-hmm. but uh, so how, and, and that brings me kind of a, you know, brainstorming. How does that, the world today, before we used to have records, before we had cassettes and now everything is digital. So how do you think that plays a, a role in the music industry? So like me, I, I collect CDs, I collect vinyls, I collect all the old school stuff cause I like it, but yeah. you know, internet and spotify and you know that's that's the cool thing these days so yeah you know i think i think one for us as musicians have have, it's made us rethink you know how our delivery you know so maybe we don't release that's that's the reason why we've released just eps um you know something very short and sweet and you know kind of gets to the point and then we can move on kind of thing um you know writing a full length and then releasing it there's maybe four or five songs on there that that people are going to gravitate towards and you know that's it and maybe they don't listen to the rest of the album so you have to make sure that every song that you're putting out is like it's top notch otherwise it'll get buried in in the multitude yeah dude and you know stemming off of what she's saying i mean we live in a world right now where just we're so addicted to the to like bite size 
music clips, TikTok, you know, reels, right. stories and stuff like that. So I really feel like, you know, the key um, and something we take into consideration when writing music too is you got 15 seconds to close the deal on somebody's attention span. You know what right. I mean? Because I can't say that nobody listens to full length albums anymore. I think that's starting to, I think that's the, the trend is starting to, to come back to that. You have to be, you know, interesting, um, you know, and be sustainable. Uh, as crazy as he is right now, and as much of a child as he's acting like, I think, um, what Kanye West just did with that stem player uh, is that could potentially change the music game where you're not, you're not going to any streaming services or whatever. You're coming out with your own listening device with your album on it. And it's the only way to listen to the, to the music. You know what I mean? I think that's different. I think that's interesting. Um, but at the same time, you're putting yourself up for a lot of scrutiny. If your whole album sucks, <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> Right. Um, but I, I paid this for that, you know, type of deal. But um, no, you're you're absolutely correct. So we're in the, the the day and age where, in 15 seconds, if it doesn't capture my attention, up oh, next, you know, I'm skipping the track. I'm going on the next one. If that one doesn't right. catch it, all right, next. So, but Crush, like literally, right from the beginning, caught my attention, and I'll rock out. Like, check it out, Crush. Like that's my jam. Don't panic. Check them out. Like, yes, we did it for you, dude. I mean, uh, apparently you did, cool. because literally I'm like singing in my underwear, walking around the house. And we're here, like, dude. Like, and you're in you your doing? liger coat right now, dude. <laughs> right. And I'm a little disturbed at how turned on I am by your entire ensemble right now, dude. Really? It's really working for you. Well, you should ask all the folks in the beer community that are in here about my assless chaps. So, yes, apparently I wear assless chaps around. So dude, listen, just add to cart. Let's check out right now. <laughs> right, dude. right. Check out. <laughs> No, I do not accept, um, what are those, uh, afterpay and whatever. I, no, one time some, that's it. I will cash up you right now, dude. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, uh, it's, it's been great talking to you. It's, uh, we're almost an hour in. I don't want to take too much of your time. Um, I'll go all night. I'm, I'm a talkative person, but, uh, I know you guys have a ton of things to do. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, wrap it up. What, uh, what should we hit next? Other than don't panic uh, the band.com. Yeah, we're on all the streaming services, dude, but don't panic the band.com. You can find everything on the website. We have a link to, to all of our, um, all the platforms. Everything that we talked about. Yep. So, and I want to say, make sure you put don't panic the band because if you don't, another don't panic comes up. Not that I'm endorsing them, but uh, make sure you put the band in. Otherwise, you know, there's two uh, similar names out there. So don't panic the band.com uh, is where you want to go. And uh, they're on Spotify, Apple Music, and uh, all the streaming devices that you can think of. Uh, so make sure you check them out. Their most recent release, uh, Eyes on Fire and 88 Miles Per Hour. And, uh, oh, Ellie, thank you. There we go. Don't panic the band. And um, Oh, thank you, hon. She posted the link to the website for everybody. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, and then on Instagram, same thing. Um, you know, we're we're pretty active on Instagram. Like I said, we're, you know, we all have our own personal lives. You know, we, we have jobs and stuff like that. And, you know, parents and, you know, and, and children, you know, she's a wonderful mom. And uh, so we try to be as active as we can on social media and engage with our audience for sure. Um, but we're total goofballs, dude. And like, we like funny stuff. Send us memes, send us TikToks. Like we'll watch them. Uh, send us, all the, funny send us all the funny reels. dude. like, oh yeah, we, hilarious like some of the stuff that people find on the internet yeah right so and and that's my personality i'm like wacky i'm crazy so we went up to the farm in uh virginia not long ago and uh i was like we went on it was uh three miles i think it was three miles each way two or three miles each way and there was a waterfall up top and i'm like you know what i'm gonna put my speedo on i'm gonna get in my unicorn float and i'm gonna ride over the waterfall like dude, that, I need to party with you, dude. Like Speedo, unicorn, what? right? That's like the epic TikTok video. And then after this long hike, and I'm out of shape, and I'm fat, and I drink beer, and I'm like, oh, we finally made it. And there's a ton of rocks at the bottom of the waterfall. So I'm like, yeah, this isn't going to happen. I'm not riding over a waterfall with a ton of rocks at the bottom. I'm going to die. So, yes, I'm currently in the search of a waterfall that I can ride 
hey, unicorn floating my speedo over. But uh, yeah, that's my personality. I love it, dude. Listen, um, I will change my name to Waterfall, dude, and you can ride me. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. All right, so uh, when we're in Florida, we're going to have to hang out with you. Oh, for sure. I got all the cool spots. I'm literally two miles from Disney, so. Sweet. Just supply the, just get, I need the strongest mosquito repellent you have when we get out there dude just promise me you'll hook it up because all this money we spend all this money we spend on all these weapons and stuff like that not one cent is allocated towards the the eradication of mosquitoes dude and And i know they're they'll pick you up down here they'll carry you away (laughs) that's what i'm saying so just hook it up make sure you hook it up i'll bring bush light you know you bring some chips we'll bring some dip we'll make a party out of it dude I agree. So, uh, folks, this is Don't Panic. You can check them out, don'tpanictheband.com, Spotify, Apple Music, all the streaming uh, devices out there. And thank you for your time, and thank you for coming on. Any final words? Thank you so much for having us. It's been been a pleasure. One of the most fun podcasts. Yeah, thank you. And in the wise words of Jerry Springer, take care of yourselves and each other. (laughs) Oh, that's great. And that's it. We'll see you later, folks. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.